What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light and Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. An Oakland County judge has granted a preliminary injunction blocking enforcement of Michigan's 1931 law which bans abortion access while a lawsuit moves through the courts. Judge Jacob Cunningham granted the injunction requested by Governor Gretchen Whitmer. This court finds it is overwhelmingly in the public's interest to let the people of the great state of Michigan decide this matter at the ballot box, assuming the constitutional amendment initiative is on the ballot on November 8th. Therefore, and for all these reasons, the court grants a preliminary injunction in this case. An appeal is likely. Still to come, the question of the constitutionality of Michigan's 1931 law banning abortion. That's before the state Supreme Court. Later this month, the State Board of Canvassers will decide if the signatures gathered for the petition drive can get the question of a constitutional amendment before voters in November. The ribbon cutting has been held for the new Bridge Academy of Southwest Michigan in Benton Harbor. The Bridge Academy is a partnership between Michigan Works and the Bridge Academy of Southwest Michigan Public School Academy. School leader Ali Knapp tells us it's a charter high school with a specific focus on career training. The Bridge Academy has been around for years, but not as an independent entity. It previously partnered with other school districts, but is now independent. Last year was our first year in operation as a charter school, which means we are independent from any other local district and actually are our own standalone district. We are a brand new charter school, which means that we are authorized through Central Michigan University and that we have a governing board, a school board. She says that the Bridge Academy is located at the Michigan Works facility in Benton Harbor and has about 90 students signed up for the new school year. All of our curriculum is done online, and the students can work from home on that curriculum, or they can work in our space. We have cohorts Mondays and Wednesdays and Tuesdays and Thursdays. Students can come in on their cohort days, get together with staff, and help be supported both academically and vocationally. Knapp says the career programs at the Bridge Academy mostly focus on health care, manufacturing, and hospitality. The school's charter is authorized through Central Michigan University, and students will graduate with a merit curriculum diploma and career training certificate. Any students interested can contact Michigan Works. The next round of recreation projects to be undertaken by the Michigan Department of Natural Resources will be done using $108 million in federal ARPA funds. DNR Parks Director Ron Olson tells us the governor proposed using $250 million of one-time federal dollars for parks, and the legislature agreed this will enable the DNR to take care of longstanding needs at state parks. We have 103 state parks, and we have lots of roads, utilities, buildings, recreational structures, all kinds of environmental things, and many other historic structures, etc., that needed to be brought up to date. Olson says that the needs at parks are wide-ranging. There are also parks along the Great Lakes that need special attention due to erosion that occurred during high water levels in recent years. We had a big problem at Orchard Beach, and we had to rebuild the stairway. We had to move a historic Civilian Conservation Corps-built shelter that was along the water that would have fallen in the lake. Olson says that the wide support shown by the legislature for the work shows that parks are loved by everyone. Among the projects taking place in this next round of work will be an effort at Van Buren State Park to redevelop beach access due to erosion from high lake levels. Olson says parks visitors can expect some disruptions, 
as all this infrastructure work is going on, but the DNR does all it can to ensure no park is ever closed because of improvements underway. If the roar of loud engines, crunching metal, and spinning wheels, as well as flying dirt, sounds like your idea of a fun Friday night, you can head down to the Berrien County Youth Fair tonight. TNT Demolition Derby Michigan returns to the fairgrounds for the Thunderdome main event tonight at 7.30. Organizers say there will be several classes of vehicles and dozens of participants from the states across the Midwest. If car smashing isn't your thing, the Berrien County Youth Fair will close out Saturday night with a Bull Mania rodeo event. Tickets can be bought at the fair website or at the fair box office. A Parks and Recreation Master Plan is being redeveloped for the New Buffalo area. New Buffalo Area Recreational Authorities partnering with the City of New Buffalo, uh, New Buffalo Area Schools, and New Buffalo Township. The authority is now in the process of conducting a public survey on recreation needs in the community as part of the development of a five-year Parks and Recreation Plan. Planners say the intent is to create an inventory of existing facilities and resources, identify community recreation and open space needs, and set a plan of action for a five-year time frame. While the plan focuses on the overall recreational needs of the area, it will also contain specific plans for both New Buffalo Township and the City of New Buffalo. New Buffalo City Manager Darwin Watson says, by the city and township working together on these plans, the effort is, quote, cheaper than if we were to develop them on our own or creating additional value for residents of both the city and the township. The New Buffalo Area Recreational Authority has posted a survey online that it's asking residents to take as it begins the process of drafting the master plan. We have a link to that survey at our website. And a staple of the Hartford community, the Galatea Inn Italian Restaurant is set to be sold at auction next Tuesday. Owner Ken Jones, who's been in charge for the last 18 years, says a combination of staffing shortages and his increasing age led to the decision to sell. He's grateful to community support for throughout the years. The community has been a huge support for this business, just absolutely huge. They've kept me here for 18 years. Jones adds he'd like to see new owners keep the traditions of the restaurant alive and is willing to help with the transition. I've offered to stay on for a month to help train with the recipes and everything that goes along with it. I would hope they would maintain the recipes because I'm running the same recipes that have been run in town for like 60 years. Auction bids are due by 5 p.m. Tuesday to a range of viewing. You can call Vic Cooper at 616-283-8516. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues. The Justice Department has been ordered to release former Attorney General William Barr's memo defending his decision not to prosecute former President Donald Trump for obstruction of justice. The memo stems from the DOJ investigation of potential ties between the Trump campaign and Russia. Here's ABC's Justin Finch. That D.C. Circuit Court panel order affirms a D.C. District Court judge's decision finding then-Attorney General William Barr and other Justice Department officials were disingenuous about the memo's impact. That judge, concluding Barr had already chosen not to charge former President Trump with obstruction of justice following the Russia probe. But DOJ argued that memo contained internal deliberations and should be protected. It's unclear if DOJ will appeal. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington. Walmart, the nation's largest employer, is expanding its abortion coverage for employees after staying largely quiet on the issue for months following the Supreme Court ruling that scrapped a nationwide right to abortion. In a memo, memo sent to employees on Friday, the company said its health care plans will now cover abortion for employees, quote, when there is a health risk to the mother, rape, or incest, 
a risky pregnancy, miscarriage, or lack of fetal viability. In Arkansas, where Walmart is based, abortion is banned under all circumstances unless the procedure is needed to protect the life of the mother in a medical emergency. There are no exceptions for rape or incest. The Florida federal judge who authorized last week's FBI search of former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home says he may release parts of the affidavit for the raid. Government lawyers are arguing for the need to protect the integrity of the investigation, but news organizations, including ABC News, are arguing of the huge political implications of the case, and that means that the public has a right to know. ABC senior news investigative correspondent Aaron Katursky has more on the DOJ's position. They don't want to have potential targets of the investigation understand how they came to the information in the first place, that there was classified material even at Mar-a-Lago after one of former President Trump's attorneys signed a declaration, we're told, that said there wasn't any more. And they also don't want any potential cooperating witnesses to feel the heat. We've talked before about the the temperature in the country and the threats that have been faced by those involved in the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago. And the Justice Department is no doubt concerned uh, putting other people at risk. Yellowstone National Park officials say part of a human foot found in a hot spring this week is believed to be linked to a July 31st death. Park officials don't believe foul play was involved, but did not disclose more details about the death in a statement issued today. The park says an employee found part of a human foot in the shoe floating in the abyss pool on Tuesday. A man from Maryland reported he and his family last week had spotted a shoe floating up on the hot spring. Abyss pool is a 53-foot deep hot spring west of the West Thumb area of Yellowstone Lake. New York City Public Schools is preparing for a wave of children of migrants bust to the city from Texas. More from ABC's Dave Packer. As part of Project Open Arms, designed to give asylum-seeking families the support they need, New York City Public Schools are preparing to enroll up to 1,000 new children of migrants this fall. To make sure teachers are not overburdened, School Chancellor David Banks saying the plan is to bring in personnel from elsewhere. We are looking at bringing uh, teachers from the DR who will come here to work with us Uh, in New York City. Through Project Open Arms, the city plans to streamline the enrollment process and provide supplies and backpacks to children. Dave Packer, ABC News. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is telling airlines to do a better job of helping stranded travelers or they will face new regulations. Buttigieg wants airlines to provide lodging for passengers stranded overnight. He also says they should give out meal vouchers when flights are delayed three hours or longer. That's if the disruption is caused by something in the airline's control. Buttigieg wrote... To the CEOs of most leading U.S. airlines and letters that the Transportation Department released today, airline trade groups did not comment immediately. Buttigieg has been sparring with the airlines since late spring over high numbers of canceled and delayed flights. The airlines and federal agencies have blamed each other for the flight disruptions. Officials in Watsonville, California, south of San Jose, are confirming now all three people on board two planes that collided in mid-air yesterday died. More from ABC's Alex Stone. It was mid-afternoon when the two pilots flying could be heard on an air traffic control frequency, the twin-engine Cessna announcing he was landing and the smaller single-engine responding. One mile uh, straight in, two zero, full stop. Looking for traffic on left base. Yeah, I see you. You're uh, you're behind me. I'm going to go around then because you're coming at me pretty quick, man. The audio from LiveATC.net. Now the Santa Clara County Sheriff's Department is confirming all three on board the planes, two on the larger one, and only the pilot on the smaller plane were killed in the midair crash. Alex Stone, EBC News. 
Transgender girls in Utah will be given the opportunity to take part in female sports as the school year begins after a judge reversed a ban pending legal challenges from parents. Utah State Judge Keith Kelly made his ruling today. Instead of an outright ban, transgender girls will now go before a state commission of political appointees who will determine if they're eligible to participate. Utah's ruling marked the latest court development in a nationwide debate over how to navigate a flashpoint issue. Similar cases are underway in states like Idaho, West Virginia, and Indiana. And the Prime Minister of Finland, Sarah Marin, says that she took a drug test after facing pressure from her political opponents over a scandal of sorts. ABC's Ines Lekwatera has more from the Foreign Desk. Finland's 36-year-old Prime Minister, Sanna Marin, saying she did nothing illegal and, quote, even in my teenage years, I have not used any kind of drugs, end quote. Marin faced pressure to take a drug test after a video went viral showing her dancing at a private party with a Finnish pop star. Marin slamming those who criticized her for dancing. She was elected in 2019 and is the world's youngest head of government. Ines Lekwatera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.